Hi everyone, welcome to the Let Me Tell You Something podcast. It is Wista. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about the shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about, because if we talked about what you want to talk about, you'd be here. But you're not fucking here. Oh my gosh. Um, if you're a new listener, thank you for listening. Thank you for clicking on this show. If you're an OG part of the Wista gang, if you're a throwback listener, welcome back. I appreciate you for coming back. And if you're a secret admirer, reveal yourself. And if you're listening to this because you think I'm talking shit about you, bitch, I probably am. Mm. Well, you guys, I know, I know, I know y'all about to be on my ass. Bitch, where was the episode last week? Life happens, okay? Life fucking happens. Like I told you guys, I am actually going through my Saturn return. And my Saturn return is basically placed in like the house of like my goals, my aspirations, my career, and also like just my community and social aspects and also social media. So definitely been going through a lot of positive changes. I was like, okay, it's May. Let's start a refresh and get back to our weekly episodes because obviously we got to do those things. And I'll say this, um, as much as we praise consistency, consistency is definitely hard, especially when it comes to the aspects of like imposter syndrome and just life in general. I'm all for consistency, but definitely take your time and don't like push it to the max where you get burnt out. That's my opinion. But either way, I am back. It is May. Um, What the fuck? How the fuck is it already May, you guys? What the hell? We're almost halfway throughout this damn year. It feels like it was fucking December last year just like fucking yesterday that's crazy but um we have a lot of things to talk about life update bitch i already gave y'all the life update because a girl's been busy that's all i can say what else um same old same old oh one disclaimer before i get to the topics motherfucker if i haven't spoken to you since 2015 and you hit me up about some shit or you need a favor please don't do that don't be trying to butter me up and say you need a favor. Bitch, I haven't spoken to you since 2015. You do not know what's the in 2023. Thank you. Okay, you guys, let's get on to these topics. We got a lot of shit to talk about. I know I'm a little rusty when I take a week off, but let's get through these. So we know today is May 1st. And well, t- is, you know what? Today that I'm recording is May 1st, but y'all can hear on May 2nd. But it is the Met Gala. If you are into fashion or you have any friends in the fashion industry like myself, this is their Grammys. This is when your faves and your favorite designers show out with the latest, well, not the latest fashion trends, but kind of like show out for the theme of like what, what it will be for the event. The theme this year is celebrating the life of the creative director, Chanel, Karl Lagerfeld. If you guys don't know who he is, y'all are fucking crazy. Literally, a lot of the Chanel's that you guys idolize and love, he's been behind the designs of that. And you can also find some of his clothing lines at like Macy's, I think Marshall's and I think TJ Maxx. Any of those basic bitch stores, you can find it there too. Like his more department brand stores. But Either way, I think it's amazing to see how like some artists or even like some social media figures are going to be at the event to like really embody that look. Because if anybody who's like followed Carl, he is very clean cut. He has his little pompadour ponytail, his sunglasses and a nice tailored suit. So if somebody pulls out like that, like a Cara Delevingne, because he did have a few muses and Cara Delevingne was one of those. If she does not pull up with that fucking outfit, I'm gonna be pissed off. And I'm also excited that Ice Spice got a last minute invite. And also with that, she's wearing Balmain. And this is actually a partnership with eBay. And I said this the last episode, Ice Spice needs to just keep pushing out these partnerships and push out these damn freaking um 
events that she's doing because let's be real she signed to like three different labels that's they're taking all that money when it comes to the music so either way especially when it comes to like a brand new artist who is on the rise this is the best time for you to milk out certain things before people start asking where is the second album where is the new music so i'm happy that she got invited and she looks amazing her outfit and i know some people are like oh well her outfit is giving shein stop it stop it stop it stop let that girl have her moment don't be mad because you've been rapping since you were fucking 14 and now you're fucking 34 and let's be real nobody's checking for your shit sorry but that's what it is and another thing too can y'all leave doja cat alone so doja cat pulled up to the event literally looking like an actual cat in a dress and y'all just kept saying oh she sold her soul she sold her soul do you guys not know how like creative doja cat is um hello do you guys not know that have you guys not watched her music videos and like paid attention to like some of the pictures that she's taken i'm not surprised she pulled up like that do i think she sold her soul honestly that's between her and herself but i'll say this though she looked amazing i know she just recently got her boobs done her boobs look good body look good yes she's slimmer and i do you know what way before i go on a rant because I feel like I need to go on a rant with this whole like switching, but I notice a lot of the thicker people and also the plus size folks, they getting skinny now. And a lot of the people who are skinny, y'all getting big. I don't know what it is. Hmm. Interesting. But we'll talk about that on another episode. But back to what I was saying about Doja Cat, um, looked amazing. Um, Lala Anthony, she was one of the first people that the shade room posted, uh, basic. That's all I could say um they're saying that beyonce is gonna be pulling up i don't believe that beyonce is pulling up renaissance tour literally starts at like nine days by the time this episode comes out it'll be eight days till the tour and she's gonna be do doing like her international leg of the tour she's not pulling up let's be real um rihanna excited for that we'll see what happens there's like a video of asap rocky just like running through a crowd trying to get to his get to like his hotel to like get dressed either way they're gonna kill it the met gala is basically like a freaking costume party who's gonna pop up the most so far right now the only people who are giving me looks are is i spice quinta who else that's it damn oh and doja cat but we'll see what happens Dua Lipa really disappointed me because I feel like this was something she could have killed but I feel like Dua Lipa would do better if this was like a Versace themed event and also can I just say one thing shout out to um photographer Martin Romano who is actually one of my friendlies who I've met through like my job and him and I have always DM'd each other always chat and shit like that I be selling him PR merch sometimes he is such a sweetheart I personally say he I call him like um an industry friend he is actually at the Met Gala right now he's done photography for Vogue magazine he recently did um fashion week so I'm proud of him keep doing your thing Martin and then also shout out to my friend Lorenz he is actually a um casting director at Crawford's Models so if you model and you serious send, send it my way and I'll send it to Lorenz such a sweetheart him and I are always kicking in the DMs talking shit but I think he's also at the freaking gala too so I'm so proud of them and they're doing their thing so shout out to them trust me one thing about me I'm gonna find a connection in regardless what industry it is that's one thing I'll say just just to like go off for a second we need to really like think about who we connect with sometimes because sometimes you can connect with somebody who's from a different industry but they know folks in the industry that you want to work in like i've met a freaking auto journalist 
And she literally has worked with like the likes of Jay-Z and all these other people. And I'm like, ma'am, how the fuck did I meet you? So really don't be afraid to connect with people who may not be in your industry because you just never know who they know and be open to it, regardless how that person looks like. Because honestly, like, especially society, we love to judge people just how their looks. We just might think, oh, they probably don't have the network. They probably don't have the connections or they might be an assistant. But really, sometimes those are the real gatekeepers. But to end this Met Gala fiasco, I'll just say this. The Met Gala is definitely an important day for fashion just to see how like certain designers have made an impact or like how to see how certain themes are brought into life. Although they're going to be on celebrities rather than seeing on like models or even like regular people, which definitely with the transition of like influencers being more tapped into like celebrity culture, um, I'll say this. I really wasn't into the Met Gala once y'all started inviting the likes of like James Charles and shit like that. But hey, we'll see what happens within the next couple of years because we know that the Kardashians are not invited anymore. Anna Wintour was like, no, y'all bitches are not invited. So we'll see what happens, honestly. But that's all I got to say about the freaking Met Gala. But let's get on to the next topic because I did bring her up because she's not going to be there. But we need to talk about her versus the IRS. So the IRS is saying that Beyonce owes $2 million in back taxes. And I'm thinking to myself is $2 million is nothing to Beyonce. It's really nothing. $2 million is nothing. Your husband's a billionaire and you make in the high freaking nine figures. So $2 is like, damn, I said $2. That's how you know, $2 million is like $2 for her. But I'm happy that she's literally fighting back and saying, bro, y'all gotta t- like get it together. Because we hear so many times about like celebrities owing millions in back taxes. So it's good that she's getting her shit together and telling them, yo, y'all need to get that together. Because with the amount of tabloids that came out after this shit happened, you had to see the comments on social media. People were like, oh, no wonder why the freaking Renaissance tickets were expensive. Oh, my gosh. This is why the tickets were expensive. No, you dumbasses. Hello, inflation. She has to pay for the fucking stage. There's a different stage design. This has been a while since she's performed. Hello, there's certain people that gotta get paid. That's what you're paying for when you pay for these concerts. You're paying for the set design. You're paying for the artists. You're paying for the light people. You're paying for the people in the back. You're paying for the dancers. People gotta get paid, especially in this recession. Thank you. Damn. But either way, um, Beyonce's gonna get that shit together. Two million ain't nothing for her. <laughs> she probably blow that shit in one day. Not even one day, maybe in a couple hours. And I know I just like randomly brought up her tour, but it's definitely gonna be interesting to see like the outfits that are gonna be giving out for that tour. See, that's another thing she gotta pay for too, the damn outfits. But I feel like Beyonce's gonna get a lot of free clothes for that shit. But still, it's gonna be interesting to see how the whole Renaissance tour comes to life and also how she has this whole IRS situation going on, but she'll definitely be fine. And bringing in that tour, we need to talk about the In Pieces tour with Chloe. I'm going to say this, a lot of y'all were clowning Chloe for the amount of like the money the tickets were and she gave a show. And so by what I saw on YouTube, she's definitely doing great. Another group of artists that I definitely want to give them their props as well for like doing their own mini tour, which I'm so mad I didn't get to go to like their mini shows is Flo. You guys know I'm obsessed with Flo. Flo is a girl group out in the UK. They're all black women basically kind of like the reincarnation of Destiny's Child. Like they bring back the whole like early 2000 songs, R&B songs. They recently just did Fly Girl with Missy Elliott. 
Ariana Grande just recently played um the song in her Instagram reel for her brand Rem Beauty, which we need to talk about how everybody got a fucking beauty brand. But they just recently performed in New York, and you guys do know how fucking pissed I was when I tell you they were giving us outfits, dance moves, still being in sync and not running out of breath. Flow was up next. I said what I said. Flow is up next. I'm finally happy that we are getting black talent from the UK that sing R&B. And can we please get Brie Runway next? Because she just did a song with Khalid. And that is an amazing song. Although Khalid is past his peak, my opinion, I said what I said. I'm not taking that back. But it's still an amazing song. And like I said past few episodes, I'm just happy to see that there are black UK artists who are actually getting that come up right now especially when it comes to like r&b yes lmi is one of them but also she lived in queens for a bit so i guess that can count but still finally because every single time when i would hear a song i'm like oh that's adele oh that's sam smith so i'm happy that Flo and brie runway not getting recognition and another thing i've noticed too because i'm bringing this back to like the whole brie runway thing um since when did we start releasing songs on thursdays now I need to do some Googles on that. Is this Does this have to do with like streaming numbers? Because a lot of people are now dropping songs on Thursdays than rather than dropping on Mondays. So it's going to be interesting to see like that. And I'm actually happy because I'm tired of waiting for fucking Friday to listen to another, another fucking new song. It's very tiring. Oh my God, I am going on tangents, you guys. But I feel like that's what happens when you literally take a week off. So you need to talk about everything that you saw on social media. Um, can we talk about something in the water festival? Amazing. I will say this definitely better than Coachella. Like I said, Coachella is not for us black people, but something in the water is definitely for us. Coyla Ray killed it. She brought up Busta Rhymes as she should. Um, she addressed all the shit going on between her and Lotto. Still, I'm gonna say this again. Y'all better not trust Miss Lotto. That's all I gotta say. Either way, it's I, like, I'm happy to see um certain festivals regardless if it is made in america regardless if it's the roots picnic or um something in the water even um the dreamville festivals and shit like that i'm just happy to see just black artists being celebrated having their moments to shine and not having to deal with like freaking fans booing them and shit like that so i'm happy about that something in the water definitely is a festival i want to go to there's a few festivals i do want to go to but definitely we'll see how it goes when it comes to my job because actually I was actually supposed to go to Coachella for my job but our client backed out for certain reasons but yeah can't talk about that (laughs) but just to end my tangent just in general I'm happy for these artists renaissance tour is about to start like please y'all trying to do all this shit and put beyonce off track just for this whole irs shit do you know how many freaking celebrities been sued by the irs or said that they've been owed 50 cent was one of them and he came back and fought them and now he don't owe them shit so he'll she'll be fine beyonce got the best lawyers out there but that's it to end this topic and i think there's one topic i really want to talk about because i know people been asking me what do i think about it the whole chance the rapper shit okay um first things first is as a caribbean american i know we've all been saying it's our culture it's our culture i fully understand this i fully understand this but i would not be i would i would not accept that sorry no 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 you're not going to carnival a girl busting a wine on you you're gonna be slapping her ass sorry we don't do that over here maybe i'm just a little possessive we don't do that i'm a scorpio we don't do that and i'm haitian 
So please know I got Haiti on speed dial. But just in general, I just don't think that was like, like, why did you do that? You have a whole wife. Do you guys have an agreement? Then okay. But by what she's posted on social media, you guys definitely don't have an agreement. Just in general, ever since like Chance the Rapper got exposed for like hit on um, what he be liking on Twitter, which, hey, if that's what you like, that's what you like. It kind of was just like, bro, this man is not as squeaky clean as y'all think he is, which is something I'll never understand is when somebody who has like a squeaky clean good boy, Christian boy, or even just in general, oh, they're the um the boy next door. They're usually something in the skeletons. And for him, he just ain't shit. That's simply what it is. That's what it is. And especially too, I think for some of these couples who have been together since like middle school or high school, they do go through those phases where it's like, damn, do they wish that they explored their options? I have to say this do they wish they explored their options or got to be single? And then it's like some people decide to become single while they're in a relationship. But then again, too, there are people who've been in short-term relationships and that person is still moving around like as if they've never been in a relationship and shit like that. But when it comes to him, you gotta realize it's the entertainment business, the temptation and all that. But it's like, you made those vows to your wife. You gotta respect those. Your loyalty and honesty is to her. So why are you even doing that? And even when he was slapping the girl's ass, you could tell she wasn't even really into that either. But just looking at Chance, you could tell he fake. I'm sorry. I was never really a Chance the Rapper fan to just in general. He just always gave me like these type of vibes of I'm going to try to hide shit. But I'm not surprised because even some folks from Chicago be saying like how, yeah, they've been together, but they've heard so many rumors about him cheating on her, allegedly, and him dipping his toes in certain areas allegedly i could just say hey you gotta do what you do live your truth but the whole like oh i'm the happy go lucky christian boy this and that just stop it just stop it because you're gonna get exposed eventually look at tiger woods tiger Woods was supposed to be the whole special guy who fucking played golf being the face of golf yes i'm doing this i don't have no fucking skeletons in my closet then boom cheating on his fucking wife went through a whole drug situation allegedly i'm saying this is all alleged but you can go do your googles yourself and look what happened just in general i feel like you kind of have to be authentic we are in the authenticity era i'm gonna keep saying it we are in the authenticity era this is the era where you can really just tell your whole business and people are gonna judge you regardless even if it comes out later or if you say it yourself it's always good to say your business yourself first because then nobody can hold that against you or even like tabloids and shit like that. But still, I'm not surprised when it comes to Chance because even some of my friends who are in the industry have always told me he has like a bad attitude and he is just rude. So I'm not surprised. Even his face, it says it. So, sir, good luck um, to his wife. Ma'am, you're beautiful. Do what you gotta do. Um, If you stay with him, that's on you, sis. I, I don't know. That's one thing about me. I don't be telling people what to do when it comes to relationships, when it comes to like tragedies or sadness or like events like this, because I tell them do what's best for you currently present and then think about your future as well, because in the end it's on you. But if you do plan on leaving, please make sure you stash your bread and make sure you got an extra savings account so you can dip out of here and make sure everything is good. Okay, now let's get on to the final topic. Let's talk about the firing of freaking tucker carlson and don lemon am i surprised these firings happen not surprised at all let's start with tucker so tucker just recently got fired from fox due to the recent lawsuit where fox has to pay 
around $787.5 million. You think Rupert Murdoch wants to deal with that? And let's not forget too, Tucker Carlson had the top show on that network. If you looked on like ratings for like shows going on on certain days, he was in the top 10 with the 90 Day Fiancés and even with the sports events. So for them even getting rid of him, he was a lot, like, let's be real. He was dipping his toes in all the mess. So no wonder they got rid of him. I still think they will bounce back from it. They're just going to find somebody else to take that spot. Because think about when Bill Riley was on freaking Fox and they got rid of him with his whole scandal. They still projected and still did good so they'll definitely find somebody else within that network to do what they need to do and also how they're expanding with coming out with like their own series i know you guys probably didn't watch the jesse smollett like documentary that they did for fox well i'm gonna tell you right now that shit i'm not gonna lie i watched it on youtube i was like y'all not getting streams for me but i watched it on youtube on like a random page i will say definitely entertaining i laughed so hard but still bring it back to tucker Tucker's gonna bounce back from this. He needs to start doing like a podcast or he'll go to like one of those like more conservative news networks or he could even start his own network, honestly. Um, the Tucker Carlson fans and some of the MAGA folks, they're gonna support it somehow, some way, or he could team up with Trump and I don't know, go on freaking Trump's freaking social media site or have like their own freaking network. But we'll see what happens with that. But also, he is getting an attorney who's like very well known and planning to sue Fox for definitely a lot of money. So that's gonna be interesting and bring it to Don Lemon because Don was definitely under the hot seat for quite a while. And anybody who said they did not see Don Lemon getting fired from CNN, you're a big lie because anybody who watches CNN knew that Don was eventually gonna get fired. How the fuck do you get this man who's been having his freaking primetime show for the past three years, two to three years, and then you guys take him out of it and put him on a morning show with two other people that allegedly don't even like him like that because they said that he allegedly has like a snooty attitude please they already knew what they were doing the thing is i knew don was out of cnn the minute they said okay we need to dwindle down with him in the alcohol that right there i was like okay he needs to be careful and then his comments about Nikki Haley being an older woman and running for office. And then let's not also forget that whole situation between him and another um, conservative candidate for presidency. All I know is that candidate is Indian American and he kind of like put that dude in his place because I guess the conservative Indian American candidate was trying to like denounce black history allegedly and Don came for his ass. So I'm not surprised all this shit has happened. Either way, Don Lemon has definitely opened the door, not only for black journalists, black gay journalists, just black journalists in general. So in the end, iconic, he's a figure, like he's going to do what he do. And I'll say this also, like seeing the transition of him being a little problematic at the beginning and then opening up and realizing there are certain terms and certain things he needed to get together. And now he is who he is. He's going to bounce back. I won't be surprised if Don Lemon ends up on like um, the same network with Chris Cuomo. I won't be surprised at all. Don Lemon will definitely bounce back from this. I could see him at a New York Times. I can see him at a freaking, I can't say Newsmax because I'll be watching Newsmax. But that network that Chris Cuomo is on, he can definitely be perfect for that. And Don is also suing CNN. Him and Tucker Carlson have the same lawyer. So that is fucking funny as hell. 
But honestly, if they did a show where they got Chris Cuomo, Tucker Carlson, freaking Don Lemon, or anybody else who got fired from like another network, and imagine them adding Tiffany Cross from MSNBC who had like gotten let go from the network, that would be an iconic show. I would watch that shit all the fucking time. And the people at MSNBC, they need to watch out. Any other freaking news network, y'all need to watch out because it's really showing that we're transitioning to where more of the people who had more of the, what can I say, the longevity roles are being taken out and it's bringing in new people. But still, those two men are going to bounce back from this shit. I can already tell either way, are people even really watching like news on TV? Not really. Yes, we do have moments where we see like the Rachel Maddow's. We might watch like little Anderson Cooper, but people are listening to podcasts. If Don Lemon starts a podcast, you know how many people want to listen to that? And let's be real. I don't think black people are going to be watching CNN like that no more. A lot of people have told me they're not watching CNN since Don Lemon left. But I can say it's going to be interesting to see how they play around with Victor Blackwell, who is also a black journalist and part of the LGBTQIA community and see how they play with him because he's at the 2 p.m. slot. Y'all need to give Victor his time to shine because Victor is good as fuck and he's not afraid to put people in their place. But still, he has that 2 p.m. slot, which is like, okay, it's kind of good. This is lunchtime. People paying attention, but not really. It's not prime time. But then after hearing about like Donovan getting fired, Tucker Carlson getting fired, now we're hearing so many rumors about how like a lot of like these legacy journalists are about to be getting fired. They even said like Wolf Blitzer might be getting flat fired, allegedly. So I'm going to say this, man, if you're applying for jobs at CNN, just pause on it. And I'm going to say this, I've as someone who has interviewed with CNN so many fucking time, bro, don't waste your time. Don't, don't waste your time. That's all I'm going to say when it comes to this topic. Either way, they'll bounce back. They're fucking millionaires. They, they'll be fine. They got investments. They definitely have like money that's owed to them from those companies that let them go. But either way, it is what it is. The way that CNN let Don Lemon go was definitely out of pocket, especially for him being there for like, what, 15 plus years. And I'm not surprised because I also have to bring up the fact with the new CEO of CNN kind of is, they're saying he's kind of like a conservative, but they're also saying he's kind of like doing the Elon Musk effect where he's breaking everything down and trying to like experiment and play around with it. But we'll see what happens with that network regardless. And before we even end out the show, I just want to say this, um, Little Meech and Summer Walker dating, perfect combo. I said what I said, it's perfect combo. She is giving hippie realness with a little bit of city girl soft life. And you know, he's just BMF. But the thing is, everybody keeps pointing out is the fact that they're going to be stinking together. And you know what? That's the perfect combo for them. They look happy together. Let them be happy. And if they're musty together, good for them. They're living their lives. But let's end with what is the quote of the week? What is the wisdom of the week? Be grateful for what you have in your life because honestly, there are some people who are wishing they had what you have. And I know you're wishing you had other people's things, but just realize the grass is always greener on the other side. But also know that everything is going to work out in your favor. That's the model that we're on in 2023. Everything is going to work out in your favor. Just because you don't have it right now, it's coming in. Be patient. But you guys, I'm going to end this right here. Thank you so much for listening to the Let Me Tell You podcast. It is Wista. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, Google Play. Wherever you found this podcast is where you got to follow this podcast, write a review, send some constructive criticism because in the end, it's helping me out. So I have no problem with that. 
Also, if you have a question and you want me to answer on the show, send that my way to the young lady who did ask me a question about her whole pregnancy thing. Ma'am, I got back to you because I know the time is ticking if you decide you don't want to go for it with it. So check your email. But either way, you guys have an amazing day. You can find this podcast on Instagram or you can find me on Instagram at it's Wista, I-T-S-W-I-S-T-A. You can find this podcast on TikTok at Let Me Tell You Something Pod. And I will be back next week, you guys. Bye.